You're listening to You've Got This, Q&A number 87. I'm Katie Linder, host of You've Got This. Each week, I post a Q&A episode to answer questions related to surviving and thriving in an academic life. You can email, tweet, or comment in the show notes to ask a question that could be featured on the show. Now, on to today's question. On this week's Q&A episode, I'm answering a question from Kylie, who is in London, And Kylie says that she was looking around at some of my podcasts and materials and was looking at how I've been documenting progress with writing. She's been thinking about trying to document the write-up of her master's dissertation so that she can be consistent in her approach to writing over the next few months. But she says, this is something I find difficult as I'm working full-time and also have a long commute each day, so often I find my research takes a backseat until the weekend. Do you have any advice about how best to document the writing process that you could share with the beginner? I liked your use of audio notes as I think this would be quicker than writing blog posts and because I enjoy listening to podcasts and audiobooks myself on my commute, but I have no idea about the required technology or how I would go about getting them out there on something like SoundCloud, for example. She also goes on to say that blogging might be better, but she's not sure. So, Kylie, this is such a good question, and I'm so glad you asked it because one of the things that is kind of a passion of mine is documentation, um, and especially of process and progress. It's something that really motivates me, and as you can tell (laughs) from a range of the things I put out into the world, um, it's something that I do on a relatively consistent basis. So I thought I would talk through a few of the different ways that you might be able to do this, and also to give you some basics on the tech requirements. So the way that I actually started doing this way early in my graduate school career was through a blog. And I actually had a blog called To Do Dissertation. And I was blogging pretty consistently about um, the writing of my dissertation. And I ended up turning that into an ebook, um, which included things like, I mean, this is the time period we were in, people. Um, it included posts like what I'm learning from Britney Spears about how to write my dissertation. Um, I will link to it in the, the show notes if you're interested, this little ebook that I think is still up on Amazon. Um, but basically, that was how I started, was with blogging. And people might think that blogging is really kind of antithetical during dissertation writing um, because you're trying to get the words into your dissertation, and it, it could be distracting to do the blogging on the side. But I actually found the more I wrote, the more I had to say. And so I was journaling during that time. I was blogging. I was dissertating. I mean, I just had – I needed a break from the dissertation kind of writing at one point, and I, so I was doing other kinds of writing as well. Now, that said, writing is my medium. I love writing. um, And so that's something that worked well for me. Um, But recently, more recently within the past couple of years, as many of you know, I've been doing podcasting and also short video um, updates for things like writing challenges and things like that. So, um, well, quickly, let me go back and do the tech requirements of blogging, which you may already know, Kylie. But um, basically, when it comes to a blog, you can set up something free on WordPress. You can have your own domain and set up a blog relatively quickly. The quickest thing to do is to use a group blogging platform like Medium, where you can tag your posts and you can just send people to Medium when you post something. And that way, you don't have to have a a self-hosted blog. So if you wanted to do that, that's kind of the thing I would recommend to just get up and started super quickly. Um, I used to blog on Medium. Now I blog at my own um, domain, katielinder.work slash blog, which I can link to in the show notes as well. Um, But I started out on Medium when I didn't want to have a self-hosted blog. Okay, so um, when it comes to audio, there are super easy ways to do this. 
And it kind of depends on what you're thinking about in terms of quality of the audio. Um, but if you're really just wanting to do something quick, get that update out there, this is what I would recommend. And it kind of depends a little bit on your platform, but I'm going to try to explain this in a way that I think it would work across like a PC versus a Mac. So I think most of those computers have the QuickTime function, which is where you can do screen recordings, audio recordings, or video recordings um, through your computer. Now, I'm not entirely sure that PCs have this. I know that Macs do. I think PCs have a Windows equivalent. Um, but basically, what you do is click a button, record yourself, and then unclick the button, and it's recorded. And it comes out as an MP3 file um, now, or an MP4, depending on if you're recording your screen or video. Once you have that file, um, you can choose to edit it if you want. Um, as you know, I do really pretty short podcast episodes that require very little editing. But I use GarageBand for that. And literally, I typically cut off the first and last part of the, the recording because it's literally the sound of me getting into the closet where I have my, my little padded walls to help with sound quality. Um, so I'm taking those things off. But a lot of the content in the middle of the episodes I record is really just done in one take. I don't do a lot of heavy editing. Um, and then once you can kind of uh, do those small edits, if you want to, which you don't have to, um, then you would take that file and in SoundCloud, you can literally upload an MP3 file and just create an account, upload your file, and then it's there. Now, if you want that file to go out into like iTunes or Google Play or any of those places where people might actually be able to have it on like a podcatcher, then SoundCloud will provide you with an RSS feed that you can then give to those other places to put that um, audio kind of out into a larger world. Now, when you do that and when you register in iTunes, you will have to have some iTunes art and things like that and a short description of what your show is, but it's really not that big of a deal. The art, I think, is 1400 by 1400 pixels. I created mine in Canva, which is a, a free platform that you can use. Um, so getting it kind of up and running, if you really want to do it in just a really basic way, is not difficult. Now, the other thing that you can do if you're interested in YouTube is it kind of works or, or something similar to YouTube. It works in pretty much the same way. You could record a video using QuickTime or the Windows equivalent, and I have done this. This is what I did when I did my April writing challenge. I literally recorded myself sitting in front of my computer. I don't think I even used I might have used my mic. I might have brought my mic out so that it was a little bit better in terms of sound quality, but I don't do that all the time. So um, you record yourself, and then in YouTube, I don't, I don't ever edit those videos. Um, so let me be clear about that. So when I'm just recording short updates that I'm going to put up on my YouTube channel, um, I will not edit them. I record them, and they go up. So in those situations, um, well, I should say I add a little title slide and, and those kinds of things, but you don't have to do that in terms of content is what I mean. I'm not going back and editing those videos. So you can take that file and literally upload it directly to YouTube, create a little channel for yourself, which is basically your um, account on YouTube and start sharing that out with people. Um, now, I found it helpful to do that slight editing of creating like a title slide so that people could recognize when things were in like a series but you don't have to do that. Um, and then I would just repost those things to social. Um, I created a, a section on Google Plus where people could find all those things together in one place. Um, so the way to do this is actually relatively low bar in terms of a learning curve. Um, it's usually just you need the original file. You need to be able to upload it to that space. And you need to be able to provide a link to people so that they can go and find that thing. 
So the question I think that Kylie's asking is, how do you do this um, in a way that's like quick, um, efficient, and able to get it out into the world? And when it comes to that, I think it could be blogging. I think it could be um, podcasting. I think it could also be um, video. My sense in terms of after doing this for a while, I think blogging is the easiest one to do if you feel like you have more words to put down on the page. The second one I think is more easy to do, although it can feel more intimidating, is the video because literally it doesn't usually require a lot of editing. You talk into a camera, you upload it to YouTube, and it's ready to go. Um, When I do um, do editing for that and I add like a little title slide, I just do it in iMovie, which is really um, set up to make like quick video edits. I'm not sure what the equivalent is in Windows. Um, I'm sure there is some equivalent that is provided for like little small video edits and things, um, but you don't need to do that. I mean, if you want to, just put up the the video and you should be good to go. Now, if you are interested in, and I should say too, podcasting would be number three for me on that list because I think it is a little bit more intensive in terms of having the art and making sure you're getting the feed out to the right places and stuff like that. But if you are thinking about video, the other thing I've been experimenting with a lot lately, um, and by experimenting, I guess I just mean I've been doing it more, is Instagram stories. And so I, several times throughout the day, will post to Instagram stories saying what I'm up to, what's going on with my to-do list, what I'm working on. Um, I Last night I did a short video because I got the prototype for the workbook for the new course that I'm creating. So I did some video of that and talking about kind of what was next in terms of um, process to get that ready to go. Um, so I've been using that, which is super easy in terms of talking about process. It's short videos. On Instagram stories, you can kind of archive them and create like uh, portfolios of stories basically off of your main profile page, which I've done for some of the design work that I do for productivity work. And I have one for writing. So, I mean, it can't really get much easier than that. So I would also turn to socials. You can microblog on Twitter, um, even on Facebook. You can do um, more image-based kind of posts and updates on Instagram. So that might be even the easier thing to do than blogging is just to start being more active on social and sharing your progress that way. So Kylie, I hope that's helpful in terms of giving you some ideas of where to get started and how to get started in terms of the technology. Um, Again, I would kind of rank things as probably social being the easiest, blogging following that, video based through like YouTube or something equivalent following that, and then the audio podcasting um, as being the last thing. But they're all relatively easy to get started with, especially if you're not um, kind of a perfectionist in terms of the quality of what you're putting out there. But I think that sharing progress is really about being genuine and real to people. People want to know what does it take to get this stuff done. And if they're watching, they probably care about you. They want to know what's going on with your process. So I do want to give a plug to something I've been following lately in terms of process um, sharing. And that is a, a new company that's being built by a husband and wife team called Wandering Aimfully. And this is a a team um, that is actually merging their companies together into a new company, and they're documenting how they're doing it on their website. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes because they do videos, they do blog posts, um, they're sharing out on social what they're doing, but they're actually doing things like videotaping their real conversations about making decisions about their business. And some of these conversations are like two hours long, and then they're posting them to their YouTube channel. So they're really trying to show a behind the scenes of how they're making some of these decisions. 
And um, like Kylie, I love listening to this kind of process stuff. So I completely geek out on that. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes so you can take a look. Now, it's a lot more stylized (laughs) than what Kylie is talking about here. And it's definitely part of their kind of business model to be sharing this out to, to build an audience for what they're doing. But it's definitely inspirational as well. So Kylie, thank you so much for your question. And if you have any follow-ups, please feel free to let me know. For other people, if you have follow-ups, you can always email feedback at ygtpodcast.com with any of your questions or tweet to me at ygt underscore podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this week's question. I'm Katie Linder, and I'll be back next week with another one. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of You've Got This can be found at ygt for you've got this podcast.com. That's ygtpodcast.com. To comment on today's show, suggest a topic for me to discuss, or ask a question that could be featured in a future episode, connect with me on Twitter at Katie double underscore Linder or at YGT underscore podcast. You can also connect with me by emailing feedback at YGTpodcast.com. In addition to You've Got This, you can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the Anatomy of a Book podcast, available in iTunes and via the Academic Creative Weekly Email Newsletter. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to receive an essay focused on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn more about my work and projects, visit my website, katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.